Welcome to the Soul Studio for Your Career podcast, helping you evolve your career from the inside out. Hi, this is Lisa Espinosa, spiritual career coach and author. This is episode five. Welcome. Thank you for being here. I'm so grateful your soul led you here. Let's go ahead and do our little invocation. If you are not somewhere where you can close your eyes, that's okay. Just listen. And But if you can close your eyes, that might be helpful. So closing your eyes, taking some nice cleansing breaths, bringing your awareness to the earth underneath you, feeling so grounded and present. Just set the intention that you are here, you are present, you are ready to receive. And then bringing your awareness to your heart center, perhaps bringing the palms of your hands there. And we open this space. I invite everyone who is meant to listen to this podcast to be here now in November of 2019, or maybe it'll be a year from now. Whatever the time, understanding that you are here because your soul led you here. And I surround a circle with a golden light of peace and wisdom and a blessing that your career will evolve with grace and ease in a way that allows you to share more of your soul's gifts with the world. And we end with a namaste. Namaste, everyone. All right. Uh, First, I want to invite you, if you're in the Chicagoland area, on November 13th, I will be at the Infinity Foundation. That's a wonderful venue. And I'm going to be teaching a class called Protective Energy Shielding at Work. I know that sounds really intense, but it's all about how do you stay centered? How do you share your soul's medicine, particularly if you're in a work situation where there's a lot of stress or or you're just around people who are in pain or carrying a lot of burdens. How do you navigate that energy and stay centered and present and just, uh, you know, sharing some techniques as well to clear your energy so that you can be really vital, you know, have a lot of vitality and creativity and be able to hear your soul's guidance at work and after work. If you're interested in that, just go to the Infinity Foundation. Just Google Infinity Foundation in Highland Park, Illinois, and you can register. Again, that's November 13th. And also to remind you, if you want to schedule a private session with me, a breakthrough session, at the end of each episode, I explain how you can do that. You just go to my website, lisaespinosa.net. Go to the Start Here tab, and you can read all about that. Okay. So today really is a continuation of episode four. So if you are new to my work, particularly my teachings about your inner parts, and if you have not listened to episode four, I really recommend that you first listen to episode four, because this might not make sense to you or um, if you haven't done that. In that episode... I talked about identifying those parts that sabotage you. And I shared that tool, which I call the parts diagram tool, that helps you identify your loudest 
saboteur, right? That part of you that is really creating either stagnation or just making making it harder for you to evolve in your career. Now, I shared in that last episode that all of your parts have noble intentions. They're not trying to hurt you. In fact, they're trying to protect you. So, you know, when you are committed to following your soul's guidance, it, it might feel vulnerable. In fact, you know what? There, it's going to feel vulnerable because your soul is always guiding you to step outside your comfort zone. Your soul is always guiding you to share more of your authentic self. So there will be parts that get scared. That is totally normal. I really want to reiterate that and, and normalize the the fact that as you commit to your soul's guidance, there will be times when you're uncomfortable, there will be times when fears come up, and there will be parts that try to sabotage your progress because they think they're protecting you. So for example, let's say there's a part of you that, you know, wants to share, you know what, I'll share this specific example. I do a lot of Reiki trainings, meaning that I teach students to do Reiki. Reiki is a form of energy healing, hands-on healing. A lot of my clients who are therapists or other form of body workers, you know, yoga teachers or yoga therapists, I often train them to do Reiki, to integrate Reiki with their clients. And it is very, very common. In fact, probably everybody goes through this, that at first, they're very hesitant to do so. And one of the ways that they sabotage themselves is they keep taking training. There's a part of them that keeps telling them you're not ready. You need to take more training. You need to read more books. You need to get more training, basically. Now, this isn't to say that getting more training is not a good thing. Absolutely. It's it's great to continue your professional development. But there is a difference in doing that when you're guided from your soul and it feels very clear and clean that you are just evolving your medicine by taking this training as opposed to that being a delay tactic, right? Being a way that your parts are keeping you from actually getting your hands on your clients, right? And, and practicing Reiki or, or whatever your situation is. So this part that sabotages my clients by telling them, no, you have to get more training is a, a noble part. It really believes that if it doesn't keep delaying and sabotaging my clients, that they might get hurt. It might be emotional pain, right? Because what if they do Reiki and it doesn't work or they do Reiki and their clients, you know, just feel like, well, that didn't do anything. And then, you know, this leads to feeling shame or disappointment. So you can see how this part is trying to protect them. And that is something that is really important for you to remember that these parts that are burdened, these parts that try to sabotage you, they are not bad. And they are not parts to be fixed. They're parts to understand and love. And in episode four, I shared with you that process, you know, letting your soul love these parts, beam them with unconditional love. And for some parts, that will be enough. When I started doing this work, I didn't quite understand the enormity of the healing power that our soul has. I, I was really surprised when 
I would lead my clients through this practice of connecting with their soul and then basically moving out of their way, out of the way so that their soul can love these parts of them. And how many times that was enough that their parts really unburdened and relaxed and healed just by receiving their soul's unconditional love. So I want to reiterate that that might be enough. So I don't want to limit or make you think that that's not enough or that you have to go through this whole long process. However, at the same time, I understand that for some parts, it's not that it isn't enough. However, there is growth and healing and evolution that happens when you are guided to befriend these unburdened parts. When you come across a part that needs more of your attention, that needs more of your presence, that basically needs you, needs to tell you its story. There is a beautiful grace that you receive from that. So that's what I'm going to talk about today. And in my book, I call this the befriending step of this practice, that you are now going to befriend these burdened parts. And I want you to really understand that you cannot fake this. What I mean is, let's say you meet someone and you really want to commit to developing a friendship with this person. You can't fake that. You know, if you go in with an agenda, you want to get something from them, it will come across. And it's the same with your parts. You really need to connect with these parts of you as if they were real people because they are it is a different um, realm I guess you can say or a different I don't want to use the word dimension that can sound a little too far away but it is just as real as having a relationship with a friend that's you know right in front of you So I want you to understand that as you listen to this practice, it's not a tactic. It's not some sort of like just tool to pretend. You really want to bring the energy of deep respect and deep honor for your parts because the parts that are burdened, they've gone through a lot. They have been wounded, but they really are longing for, for honoring, for gratitude, and for time with you to just listen and witness their story. That's what we're going to do today. And what I'm going to teach you is these questions that are so powerful for you to ask your parts that will help you to start to get to know them. And in the process of asking your parts these questions, they actually start to unburden. And a lot of these questions are, again, you know, I shared in episode four, this is based on the internal family systems model of psychotherapy, which was developed by Dr. Dick Schwartz. And it also has my own interpretations, my own evolution and understanding, you know, having been doing this work now for over a decade. Ideally, you do this after you've done your parts diagram and you've identified the loudest part, right? That part of you that is sabotaging you because it's trying to protect you. Or you've identified a part of you that is really hurting, that there's something in your evolution of your career, something that is really triggering this part. 
So the first thing to know about your parts is that they live in your body. They communicate often through your body. I would say for 90% of people, this is the case. And one of the first things that you can do is to try to get really clear about the physical sensation. If we go back to the example I gave before, where there's a part of you that keeps saying that you need to get more training before you can integrate Reiki energy healing with your clients. And you connect and notice that when you feel this part of you, you feel it mostly in your stomach, let's say. All right, let's say you're getting ready, you're going to see a client and you're thinking, okay, I want to, you know, suggest, invite this client and see if this client would like me to do a little bit of Reiki, you know, maybe a 10 minute Reiki session on them as part of our session. And as you think of that, your stomach just starts hurting and you just start having that thought, no, I need more training. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. So when you're doing this exercise, it wouldn't be ideal that you would do it actually right before you see your client, you would be doing this at a later time when you recognize, all right, clearly I have a part that is sabotaging me. I've identified it in the parts diagram. I've invited my soul to send this part love, and but I still feel it. It's still trying to get my attention. So clearly it still needs my love. It still needs to be witnessed. So you notice you feel it in your stomach and you just ask these questions. And when I say you ask these questions, you don't actually have to say the questions out loud unless that helps you. Really, you're saying them inside to yourself, right? To these parts. Or some people like writing it. So that could be really helpful too. You write the questions and then without censoring, you just write what comes out, the answers you get. So the first question would be, if you identified it in your stomach, you ask does it have a color? So you just kind of ask, like, okay, I'm feeling this sensation in my stomach. Does it have a color? Then you ask, does it have a texture? Is it constant or does it ebb and flow? Is there a scent? Now, one thing that's really important is that you want to have an open mind when you ask these questions. So right now, as you hear the podcast, you might be thinking, that's crazy. I don't see a color. There's, you know, no scent. However, it's very different when you enter this space with the intention of connecting with your parts. Your parts speak in symbolism. So when you really are in that space of, I want to connect with you, I want to listen to your story, I want to help this part unburden, you will be surprised that when you ask that question, is there a color, that suddenly you might be like, oh yeah, it's like a dark, you hear or you see or you just know, oh, it's dark or it's red or it's orange or it's colorless, that's fine. And when you ask, is there a texture, you might, when you really ask with an open mind, you might get the clarity like, oh yeah, it's like a heavy, it's like a heavy rock or it's like water or it's like sandpaper, right? And when you ask, does it ebb and flow or is it a constant feeling? You'll also get that clarity. You'll realize, well, there is movement to the sensation. It ebbs and flows or no, it's totally constant. 
you know, the question about is there a scent? When I first started doing this work, I never asked that question because personally in my own journey with my parts that never came up. And then I started asking, I stayed curious and I started asking my clients or inviting my clients to ask their own parts, is there a scent? And many times they would say no, but then some people would say, well, yeah, there's a scent of burning. Oh, there's a scent of like rotten, like a rotten smell. And again, knowing that your parts use symbol to communicate with you. So you're just asking these questions with an open mind and you either just hear them in your mind or you write them down. And so once you get really clear on the physical sensation, what this is doing is that it's already starting to create this beautiful boundary between you and your parts. So that's one of the really fascinating things about this process that as you get to know your parts, just like with people, you start to create very healthy boundaries between you and your part. You don't want to be enmeshed with them. And that's what happens in the beginning that when you aren't even aware about these different parts of you, they are so blended with you that you think it's you. So you might say things like, oh, I just keep sabotaging myself. I just, I just feel that I need more training. However, once you start to become aware that you have these different parts of you, it's very different to say, I have a part that keeps sabotaging me by telling me that I need to get more training. That already starts to create this boundary between you and your part. And when you have this healthy boundary between you and this part, you actually can love this part more, more deeply, more cleanly in a way that really benefits both of you. So as you get this clarity on the physical sensation, this starts to happen. Now, if you do this first part of getting asking the questions about the physical sensation and it's really hard for you if you're just like, I'm not getting anything, that's okay. Just ask the questions. If you don't get it, nothing, that's okay. A lot of times, if you're really blended with your parts, it might be hard to get clarity on the physical sensation and it'll come up in a different time. So no pressure. You never do this with any pressure. You just ask and you wait, you're curious and you keep going. So now that you have the clarity on the physical sensation or not, but if you do, then what you can do is you focus on that physical sensation in your body and you invite that energy, you invite that part to come out in front of you. How do you do that? Again, you're doing this in your mind and you say something like, okay, you're being very clear. Thank you. Would you be willing to come out in front of you? Sorry, would you be willing to come out in front of me so that I can communicate with you more easily? Again, this is happening in this like non-ordinary reality, right? So I'm not saying that you're asking this part to come out in front of you and suddenly it appears in physical form in front of you. What I'm saying is, and, and a lot of times you're doing parts work with your eyes closed, is you're visualizing right? You're using your imagination as you invite this part to come forward, to come forward in front of you so that you can relate to it in that way, as opposed to communicating with it while it's still in your body. But this is again happening in this non-ordinary reality. 
And just because I say that you use your imagination, please understand that doesn't mean you're making it up. And that is one of the amazing things about this work is even if when you first start, it's very common to have this like little voice in your mind saying like, am I just making this up? But after a while, I promise you, after, if you commit to this practice, there's going to come a point where you recognize, I could not make this stuff up. My imagination is not that amazing that I can make all this up. You realize that this part is really communicating with you, that there is a dialogue coming. So in in the beginning, I just want to invite you to be curious, to let your skeptical part be present. You can just invite your, if you have a part that's skeptical or doubtful, that's okay. Just let it sit next to you and just continue with the work. So let's say this part agrees to move out in front of you. You've got your eyes closed and this part agrees to move out in front of you. Now you're going to ask this part these following questions while you visualize it in front of you. Now, when you visualize this part in front of you, notice what it looks like. Does it look like energy? Does it look like a rock? Does it look like you? Perhaps it just looks like you, but really sad. Or it looks like a five-year-old version of you. Or it looks like a bag of flour. Like, honestly, it can show up in any way. And again, you want to resist this uh, judgment. Like, well, why is it looking like a rock? That doesn't make sense. No, you're just going to be very open and very curious. If your part refuses to come out in front of you, or just it just doesn't, that's okay. You can still continue with the work. You know, sometimes uh, our parts are so scared have so much fear that it feels really vulnerable for them to expose themselves that way that they come out in front of you right and again this is happening in your mind now you can one thing that sometimes works if you invite a part to come out in front of you you know you've gotten clear on the sensation and you're saying you know would you be willing to come out in front and this part doesn't do it and you say well is there anything i can do to make you feel safer do you want me to surround you in light or or bring an angel to be with you or you know anything like that sometimes that will help the part you know like okay i'll come out in front if, if I have a blanket around myself or if I have light around me or if, you, if I have an angel around me. Again, this is all happening in this non-ordinary realm. And in that realm, you can create anything, right? You can create a beautiful garden. You can uh, have this beautiful tree that your part can sit next to. If the part is in front of you, you will ask the following questions as if you're relating to the part in front of you. And if not, you're just asking the questions with the part still within you. That's okay. To recap, in episode four, I talked about identifying the parts that sabotage you. And I showed you that tool of the parts diagram so that you could identify the loudest saboteur, right? The loudest part that was sabotaging you. And I talked about your parts, right? I gave you some characteristics. One of the main ones being that your parts all have noble intentions. And then in this episode, I taught you that parts reside in your body and that it is really helpful to get clear on the physical sensations of your parts because that will help you start to unblend from the parts and will help you start to have a deeper relationship with them. I had initially planned on sharing 
The other part of this practice, which is the questions to ask your parts to deepen your relationship with them. So these are questions not connected to the physical sensation. However, I'm looking at the time and that would make it a really long episode. And I'm really trying to keep these episodes short and concise so that you can really digest them. Okay, so in the next episode, I will go, I will share more of those questions or those questions that you ask your parts to develop that deeper relationship. For now, I want you to focus on how do these parts feel in your body? Be really curious about it, even if at first you don't get any answers, even if at first you're, you're kind of like, well, I, I don't know that I know if my parts have a color or a texture or a scent or if it's consistent feeling, or if it ebbs and flows, just stay curious, stay with the practice, and you will be surprised and amazed at how much clarity you can get. Okay, so let's go ahead and end this with a meditation. Again, if it's not safe, just do the meditation at a later time, and you might want to have a paper with you, paper and pen, to write down anything that might come. So go ahead and take some nice cleansing breaths. Just letting your body relax, bringing your awareness to your hips and your pelvis, to your knees and your feet and the earth beneath your feet. As you take an inhale and an exhale, feeling so grounded and present. And then bringing your awareness to your heart center, right at the center of your chest. If you can, I invite you to bring the palms of your hands over your heart center. As you close your eyes, if your eyes are still open, breathing into your beautiful heart, knowing this is the entryway to your soul, inviting your soul to be here, inviting your soul to fill your whole body with her beautiful light and wisdom and guidance. And then also asking your soul to send love to every part of you that might be feeling extra tender or vulnerable, especially around your career. Any part of you that might be feeling insecure about taking the steps that your soul is guiding you to take to expand your medicine, to be more authentic in your career. Or even perhaps if there's a part that just feels stuck that feels that it doesn't know what steps to take. In this moment, just invite, welcome your soul's love and compassion and healing energy to bathe every part of you, every part that is feeling vulnerable, tender, unsure, or insecure. And you don't need to know anything else. You're not trying to figure out anything. You're not analyzing. You're not even trying to understand in this moment. You're just stepping out of the way and allowing your soul to bathe every part of you with love. So just be in a very receptive space. Tell yourself, I am going to receive. I'm not gonna get in the way as my soul beams and radiates love and healing to all of these different parts of me. And just receive. Receive your soul's love. Receive your soul's healing. Receive your soul's compassion. 
and receive your soul's courage. It's okay if you don't feel anything in this moment. Although you might, you might feel tingling or heat, but that isn't necessary. Remember your soul is so generous, it's always giving to you. And now taking some nice cleansing breaths, feeling the earth underneath your feet, thanking your soul, thanking your parts. As we come to the end of this meditation, bringing the palms of our hands together, we bow to each other, we bow to ourselves, and we end and close this meditation with a namaste. Thank you everyone. It's always such a joy and honor to be with you. And remember that nobody else has your soul's medicine. It is unique like a fingerprint and so needed in the world. Go out and share it. If you want to explore the possibility of me mentoring and coaching you as you evolve your career from the inside out, I would love to talk. Go to my website, lisaespinosa.net, go to the Start Here page and read all about scheduling a private breakthrough session with me where I will help you get clarity on where you are now and where you want to go as far as your career. And if it feels like we're a good fit, I'll share with you the details of my different coaching programs. Talk to you soon.